0: Hey, it's Cindy Howes from the podcast Basic Folk, where we have honest conversations with folk musicians. Check out our very special 250th episode featuring an interview and performance with Basic Folk co-host Lizzie No.
1: I feel like most women I know have an experience where they've been working and working and working to perform and to execute and to please everyone else. And then things sort of fall apart a little bit in some way or another. And partying can actually be a really important step towards getting free because it shows you where you need to fall apart and being on the dance floor, like in community with Mm. other women and Mm -hmm. in community with queer people. Mm -hmm. Like for me, those experiences have been so important.
0: This time, Lizzie is on the other side of the mic talking about and performing songs from their brand new album Half Seas. Basic folks 250th episode with Lizzie No is streaming now on the Bluegrass Situation Podcast Network. Join us there or wherever you get podcasts. From BGS and Osiris Media, you're listening to the shift list, where chefs talk about the music that fills their kitchens, restaurants, and recipes. I'm Chris Jacobs. This week on the show, I get a chance to sit down with Chef de Cuisine of Benny on Eagle in Asheville, North Carolina, Ashley Shanti. Now, Benny on Eagle is located on Eagle Street in Asheville's historic neighborhood called The Block. And eating Ashley's food in this location, in this city, at this specific time in America, is one of the most holistic eating experiences I've ever had. Ashley describes the food at Benny on Eagle as Appalachian soul food, and working closely with Chef John Fleer, who's best known around Asheville for his acclaimed restaurant Rhubarb and its sister cafe bakery The Rue. the menu at Benny on Eagle pays homage to the rich African American culinary traditions that once thrived in the block, the name of the neighborhood surrounding the restaurant, as well as honoring her own history as a Southern African American female. The restaurant opened in late 2018, and it's captured the attention of numerous media outlets, including a feature for Ashley in the New York Times as one of the 16 black chefs changing food in America, and most recently becoming a nominee for Bon Appetit's Hot 10 list for Best New Restaurants of 2019. Now 29 years old, Ashley traveled across the U.S. on a six-month sabbatical before landing in Asheville after being tapped by John Fleer, and as the story in the New York Times reported, she decided that her next step as a chef needed to fulfill a critical desire quote, cooking food that celebrated her heritage as a black woman from the South and rebuffed assumptions about what that food could be. And if she wasn't running the kitchen at Benny on Eagle or didn't have any culinary skills at all, Ashley professes that being a rapper would be her dream job. She even writes a bit here and there, like the time that Chef Carla Hall stopped by the restaurant for a visit and Ashley performed an original rap in her honor. The video is online, and with her permission, I happened to find it and post it in our show notes. It's so great, you have to check it out. I love getting to talk with Ashley, and if anyone at Bon Appetit is listening, I mean, come on, how could Benny on Eagle not make it onto your Hot 10 list for the year? Here she is now, talking with me before a shift at Benny on Eagle. This is Ashley Shanti.
1: So my name is Ashley Shanti. I live in Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, We're at Binion Eagle um, in Asheville as well. It is a restaurant that is nestled in a neighborhood called The Block. It was historically an African-American neighborhood. Um, One of the things that we try and do here is pay homage to a lot of the black business owners um, and chefs and restaurateurs that uh, thrived in this area post Jim Crow. So that's what we're about, Appalachian soul food. So, uh, benny is in the sesame family. It is an ingredient, if you saw it, it looks just like your average sesame seed. Okay. Um, it's one of the few crops that enslaved Africans were able to bring over to the Carolinas. So, we've got bene seed vinegar, we do bene seed honey, um, it, we have kind of this house seasoning that includes benny seed. Um, we pickle it, we do quite a few things with it. It's uh, pretty meaningful And uh, Benny on Eagle. It's just kind of one of the things that we're trying to do here on Eagle Street as well where um, Benny is on Eagle Street. And it's, if you look in places like the Green Book, if you open it and see some of the places that African Americans were welcomed into in that in that time, most of the places in Asheville are on Eagle Street. So, uh, one of the places that I'd gotten to explore in in the past summer before moving here was the Shenandoah and uh, just exploring the Appalachian Mountains and hiking the Appalachian Trail and foraging and just kind of reading the history of that area and remembering that uh, my grandmother, my great-grandmother, actually, um, on my mother's side um, is Appalachian. Um, and it's not something that is, was really talked about, I think, because typically black Americans don't consider themselves to be Appalachian. They from consider them region. Right, yeah, yeah, they consider themselves to be um, black Americans. Um, so just kind of reminiscing on some of the things that she cooked and some of the techniques that she used and even reading books like uh, Vittles and just seeing so many similarities um, and realizing, you know, why my mother cooks the way that she does and just kind of making sense of it all. I, I drew a lot of inspiration from that trip and I would kind of written a menu uh, based on that and inspired by
0: it. What's the dish that you you're most excited about? Uh, right now?
1: The dish that I am most excited about right now, uh, we just put purlue on the menu, um, and that's something we've all kind of been uh, wanting to to get on the menu. We just did that about a month ago, um, and it's got scallops and um, shrimp, and we use uh, red rice from Anson Mills, and it's just super uh, classic purlue, and we've kind of added some uh, new touches, like crawfish mayo, and, you know, done some fun things. We have been bacon in it, so it's, I feel like it's just got all the things that are southern and Appalachian, and yeah, um, yeah so... That's
0: so, what's a typical day like here?
1: Well, I feel like we are an atypical restaurant in that we're attached to a hotel. So, we're but doing. Very,
0: but very separate, it feels. Right. Like you, you walk yeah. and you wouldn't even know that it's attached to a hotel. Right, yeah. It's...
1: We try and remind people that we're not the hotel's restaurant. We are certainly our own entity. But, you know, we, of course, we start off with our prep shift. Um, we also have breakfast in the mornings. Um, we serve quite a bit of the hotel guests, and we're open to the public in the mornings as well. So, that starts at 7 a.m. Um, I usually roll in at around ten or eleven.
0: Okay, good. I was gonna say yeah, you don't get here at six, God. six, five o'clock. No, or
1: six. no, I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm very thankful for that.
0: So what's playing? What's playing in here musically when you when you first walk in the, in the day?
1: So, um, it kind of I, I always feel like it depends on who's here and who gets to uh, to our little tablet and uh, selects the the music for the day. One thing that is kind of Automatic and it's set to play in the evenings. Is Nina Simone Radio, which I absolutely love. And within that mix, um, you'll hear a little bit of Sade, um, Earth, Wind, and Fire kind of pops up occasionally. So uh, it's a really good mix. We'll, we'll hear Tracy Chapman. Um, so yeah, it's really awesome uh, occasionally.
0: I'll, that's going on during service.
1: That's going on during service. So, so
0: what do you particularly like to, uh, to have on when you're prepping, if anything?
1: Uh, yeah, if anything. Because funny enough, I, I feel like when I'm here, especially in the mornings and prepping and kind of getting mentally prepared for dinner service, I have this laser sharp focus where it can be a little difficult to listen to music. And I'm kind of rolling with a, with an iron fist and kind of telling other cooks to turn their music down. I can't think. Turn. I can't even hear myself think. Um, I sound like an old lady. But yeah, I, I don't always love music.
0: But you're not necessarily on the line, you know, prepping your mise en place or doing that. That's other folks are doing that, and you're kind of like running running the show, right? So it's, yeah, it's not as applicable
1: exactly for you. But if I'm um, if I'm expoing, uh, and you know the night's just flowing and everything everything's going the way that it should, I love to have upbeat music in the background. And uh, like I said, we usually have Nina Simone schedule to play during dinner service, but I can always go over and manually change it. <laughs> so so sometimes I do that, and I'll I'll change it to like a, a tribe called Quest Radio. Back in the days on the boulevard I landed We used to kick routines and the presence was fitting. It was I the abstract. And me the five footer. And I did that recently and the mix was it just got so wild and crazy and I loved it. It's like Beyonce ended up in the mix and somehow Megan the Stallion started playing and I was like, this is awesome. It was like totally unexpected, but like pretty pretty cool. Yeah. I think it was like a Friday or Saturday night. And yeah, the energy was feeling so right. Yeah. But it's certainly a different story when I'm at home, I think. I've been listening to jazz a lot. Um, That's something that my dad has always had playing in the background growing up. And I think I've been a little homesick maybe. Uh, So I've been certainly listening to a lot of jazz at home. I kind of just put on like Wynton Marsalis radio and, and let it go. When my partner and I are cooking together, we kind of like to listen to fun stuff that we can dance to. We definitely have different tastes in music, but we still, you know, enjoy each other's music. Uh, she'll pick, you know, something like Odessa. Um, or something like, you know, some, some electronic pop or, or something like that. And occasionally we'll do uh, Frank Ocean or Kendrick Lamar. I got, I got
0: loyalty, got my DNA. piece, got my
1: DNA. Uh, Solange, that's more more my music. Um, so, you know, we kind of...
0: You have a Lauren Hill t-shirt on today. Oh,
1: and you know what? It's so funny because on my way here, I was like, how crazy I just happened to pick this shirt today. Yeah, it was just, it was fate.
0: What's your uh, what's your favorite Lauren Hill song?
1: My favorite Lauren Hill song. It would be it sounds kinda cliche, but doo-wop.
0: I, I heard that you're a big uh, Pharrell fan.
1: Yeah, he's from Virginia Beach. Our parents kind of know each other and I just always thought he was so cool. Like, you know, and he's he skateboarded and I skateboarded and I just like, I, you know, I, his band NERD, I thought was super cool. and So you guys um, grew
0: up in the same area.
1: Yeah, we well, yeah, well, he um, grew up in an area called Princess Anne of Virginia Beach. I, and I, I didn't grow up in that area, but I mean we were in the same we grew up in the same city. When I was coming up, he was gone and doing way cooler things. But yeah, he's he's an, an amazing artist, everything from fashion to art. I just think that he's just an, an incredible creative. So
0: then we were you musical prior to becoming a chef?
1: I, I still do kind of write raps a little bit. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not great, but I think that I am. Yeah? In my own head, I'm the greatest rapper alive.
0: What are you writing about?
1: The the latest thing that I wrote was this rap for Carla Hall when she came to visit. So that got a little attention. I think uh, Citizen Asheville Citizen Times like put it on their website um, because they happen to be here. But you know, I just is the the
0: rap out there? It's out there. I I might have to find a clip.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I got a little exposure. So if this if this chef thing doesn't work out, then you know, I got something to fall back on. I think that chefs are super in love with music for whatever reason. Um, I don't know if it's just you know the meditation that it can provide or you know it can be incredibly mood changing and 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 it seems like musicians really love food um just being on the road i'm sure they they go to a ton of restaurants so i definitely think there's that sense of connectivity there and just even in cooking itself uh, i feel like it it can be compared to a musical arrangement in that you know every every musical instrument plays its part And just in the same way that every ingredient, you know, it may be fine on its own if we get some amazing summer tomatoes in and they're super ripe and juicy. I would eat it just like that. But, you know, something like salt, you know, brings out its flavor even more. And olive oil adds a component of fat and some herbs might add some some brightness and and, uh, floral notes that, um, you know, wouldn't be there if you didn't add all those things. So I think music is the same way and that that every musical instrument, you know, plays its part.
0: Thanks to Ashley Shanti, chef to cuisine at Benny on Eagle in Asheville, North Carolina. Head to our link on the podcast page at thebluegrasssituation.com to check out her playlist, plus a link to her video, Wrapping for Chef Carla Hall. And visit Eagle.com, spelled B-E-N-N-E on Eagle, to make a reservation next time you find yourself near Asheville. The Shift List is produced by me, Chris Jacobs. Our executive producer is Amy Reitenauer, with help, as always, from the entire BGS team, including associate editor Justin Hiltner, marketing guru Joseph Klingel, and all the amazing writers and contributors that make BGS the best source for roots culture, redefined. Special thanks to RJB and Nick Seos over at Osiris Media. Check out their entire roster of music and culture podcasts over at osirispod.com. If you love The Shift List, please leave us a review or rating over at itunes.com slash theshiftlist. I'm Chris Jacobs. Thanks for listening.